Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, episode 130. Hey, I'm your host, Jacob Ayers, and you are listening to Friday Fundamentals. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And also, thank you for all the ratings and reviews you've been leaving and the feedback and reaching out to me. I'm so glad you're getting value from this show. Now, with listeners from over 57 different nations, I bring to you this week's episode of Friday Fundamentals. This week's Friday Fundamental is Leverage. You see, leverage is an important tool, especially in real estate investing. It's perhaps the most distinguishing characteristic from other asset classes, like paper assets, including stocks, bonds, mutual funds, etc., and alternative assets, including oil and gas, art, and even agriculture. That is, leverage is a common practice in today's real estate world. Without it, we wouldn't have near the quality nor quantity of homes, apartments, high-rise office buildings, warehouses, or retail stores as we do today. Now, by definition, leverage is using borrowed capital for an investment, expecting the profits made to be greater than the interest payable. Once again, by definition, leverage is using borrowed capital for an investment, expecting the profits made to be greater than the interest payable. Now, many real estate investors use leverage to buy properties by borrowing money from banks, credit unions, and private lenders. This much we know by now. There are some people, though, who prefer not to use leverage. These people consider leverage as a risk and prefer to buy properties with all cash or pay off their loans quicker than required by making extra mortgage payments. A person who doesn't use leverage is most likely doing so to avoid or reduce risk. They associate debt with risk. But is this person really reducing their risk? Let's take a deeper look. Let's say there are two investors who both buy two houses next door to each other. Both houses are $100,000. Investor A pays all cash for the property. Investor B pays a 20% down payment, and borrows the rest. Both of their houses appreciate 4% in the first year, now both valued at $104,000. Investor A, who paid all cash, has a 4% return on his money. Investor B, who only paid a $20,000 down payment, realizes a return of the same $4,000 on that $20,000 down payment equaling 20% return on her money. This scenario shows how leverage magnifies returns, but note that equity had nothing to do with those returns. Both properties appreciated 4% 
independent of the equity stake of each owner. So what about risk? What if these homes decrease in value by 20% and are now worth $80,000? That's a $20,000 loss for both investors. As Keith Weinhold says, equity has a rate of return of zero. Yes, it can only go down in value. It will never go up. So how much equity would you want if it can only go down and not go up? I personally wouldn't want any of it. Now, by reducing your equity position in a property, you have less of your money exposed to market conditions. If you are sued, there is less money to go after. In the event you have an insurance claim and the insurance company doesn't want to pay your claim, guess who is on your side? Your partner, the bank. Remember, when you have a low equity position, you have less skin in the game. Conversely, the bank has a lot of skin in the game. Therefore, the bank has an interest in your insurance claim too. Now, leverage isn't all bad like some want to make it. Used wisely, leverage can allow you to grow your portfolio much quicker, reduce your risk, and magnify your returns. Leverage, though, can also magnify losses just as it does returns, so it's important to invest and use leverage wisely. If you haven't yet used leverage to buy a rental property, I recommend you go back and take a listen to episode 127 with John Matheson. He provides a ton of great resources on preparing your project and yourself for a loan with the bank. This is a critical piece to your real estate investing journey, and you should treat it like such. There are a ton of tools and resources out there at your disposal as a real estate investor, and leverage is just another one of those. So with that, use leverage and these other tools and resources and information you've learned from this podcast through all the great guests. So go out there and get started on your journey to achieving financial freedom and building wealth for yourself. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Friday Fundamentals. Hey, I hope you're getting so much value from this show. If you like what you've heard, please go over and leave a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. I'd love to give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.